0: back, everybody, to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's Josiah. So glad to be here with you. Uh, really enjoy doing this together with you. Enjoy this program. I love the Bible, and I love getting into it and studying it with you guys. And especially with this program, you know, our rules of the road is just giving you some good rules and, and helping to sharpen our skills of just basic Bible reading, just getting into the to the verses, looking at the verse before and after to kind of orient ourselves Um with good context and uh, good instincts there and just shedding some light on the scriptures. We're never going to solve all mysteries. We're not going to plumb the depths here, but we hope to just give you some good rules for the road, and that's what we're going to try to do today. So as we usually do, we're grabbing a verse of the day from the you version, and our verse today comes from 1 John 1.7. If you've been listening, you know um, we actually had a guest from our congregation. Aaron was on here with me. And uh, he had had a question from First John. And so I said, hey, man, why don't you come on and, and ask, ask your question? So I had a great time bringing him in and, and having him be able to ask and just look at it together. Um, if that's something you're interested in, email me. Come see me. Hey, be brave. Walk right up to me. on uh, And if you can get a Monday off or a Tuesday, um, come on. Get on the microphone and ask your question, and let's just look at it, and maybe it'll help other people grow as well. So this brings us back to First John. It's one of my favorite letters in the New Testament. So if you're looking for it because you want to turn there with us today, we're in First John, chapter one, verse seven. Um, you're going to head almost to the back of your Bible. So it's you got your last four books of the Bible: First, Second, and Third John, Jude, and Revelation. Okay. So first John is the biggest of those well, Revelation's much bigger, but first, second and third John and Jude are all uh Pretty short, but First John is the longest by far. So if you head back after everything is over, back to First John, and uh, we'll be in chapter 1, verse 7. Now, I was telling Aaron when he was here because he asked a question about First John. First John is a book where context is very important because it's actually really artfully put together. So First John was written in such a way that it really repays reading it from beginning to end, which is something you can do. If you've been telling yourself your whole life you can't read any more than like a chapter of the Bible, stop telling yourself that. And uh, just begin to expand your horizons a little bit and just do the best you can because first John has a such a great flow from beginning to end. And certain parts are meant to echo or full or make other parts more clear or fill them out. And it just it builds like a piece of music. Um, it's not just here's this and now here's this and now here's this. It's like a piece of music that when you hear it from the beginning to the end, it really helps you. It brings a lot of clarity to this and that. So just keep that in mind. Just tuck that in your hat. And I think you'll see that here because context is really going to help us a lot. Um, anytime you turn to First John, context is so important. It's important all throughout the Bible, but it really shines and is really obvious here in this one. So if we go to First John uh, chapter 1, verse 7. In the esv it it reads like this but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of jesus his son cleanses us from all sin so right from the beginning you can tell this is a this is a great verse and if you're already a follower of christ and you have a basic knowledge of the bible then you're gonna understand all this. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin, okay, good. But if you don't have that basic understanding or possibly you might think you do, but you might be mistaken, this verse here can leave you with a lot of questions, you know, and it's set up very specifically to help us understand that it's it's put in context for a reason. So right now, as you're reading it together with me or just listening, what word immediately let you know that this verse shouldn't stand on its own? Now, it's not a big crime or anything. I'm just saying if we're reading it through, what word lets you know this shouldn't stand on its own? Verse seven starts with, but... Okay, but if we walk in the light, so right away, it lets you know that if you missed out on verse six, you missed out, (laughs) you know, Um, there's something here that should add to verse seven that we don't know yet. All right. So just going up to verse six, it says, if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth, which sheds light. See what I did there on verse seven. But if we walk in the light. okay. so six and seven are a pair. If we say we have fellowship with him, now watch that. Do you recognize that word fellowship? If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Do you see what he did there? That's pretty cool. Now, I know some of you are like, you're a nerd. That's okay with me. I've been accused of worse things than being a Bible nerd. But this is great, man. This is okay it's what I meant by saying it was kind of a piece of music. So it start. He starts off in verse six of saying, if we say we have fellowship with him now, and we know from the context, he's talking about God. If we say we have fellowship with him, with God, while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he, God is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. See, so see there without, without spelling it out. Uh, By just putting it in there, he shows that to have fellowship with God, to have friendship, to know God, is to be able to know other people. If we don't know God, we're always going to be in the dark about other people. So to have fellowship with God, then we have fellowship with each other. Uh, And the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin. Now, why would we worry about sin? You know, it ends... Um, The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Well, look at the context. In 6, it says if we walk in darkness. Now, if we want to um, add a little bit to that, go back up to verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light. (laughs) Okay? So, again, it's a little bit of broadening there. To walk in the light is not just some sort of metaphysical principle To walk in the light means to walk knowing, to live, knowing that we live in the presence of God. To do everything as though it's being done in the presence of God. To live in the light is to live with God. It's the with God life. And we know that just from reading this context. We don't have to add to it. This is the message we've heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Okay, variation on a theme. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, God is light. If we walk in the light, if we walk with him, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin. Um, why would we want to walk in darkness? Well, we know from first John, cause he says so that um, people prefer darkness because, because our deeds are evil. The things we do aren't right. And so we'd rather hide them. And so if we, if you say, why don't you walk in the light where God is? Well, because he's holy. And when I'm by him, I know how bad I am and I don't want to see that. But, John says, wouldn't you like to walk in the light? Because when you do, you have fellowship with God and with each other because Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Why hide? Why walk in the darkness? Okay, so a little mini sermon there, and we didn't even have to really work on it. All we did was use uh, the context We just looked at the verses in their context and it just helped us so much. So the larger context, 1 John is a letter written to a church. And uh, so this instruction here is about how to live a Christian life. And I I hope you can see that as we added verses, all we did was go up to five. And then when we go down to, go ahead and go, so another, the blood of Jesus' son cleanses us from all sin. Go to verse eight. If we say we have no sin, okay, Now, do you think that might be walking in darkness? If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, do you think that might be living in the light? He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, verse 10, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Okay, All right, I'm getting all worked up here. It just keeps getting better. But I hope you'll notice you're watching these key words and then they reoccur in a different context. And what you get is a multi-view, multi view of what John is trying to communicate here. And it deepens the more you read it. And not in, it doesn't deepen in some weird way that, you know, Anyway, it deepens in a really helpful and effective way to where you come out feeling, yes, I have a really good perspective and, and I'm seeing from multiple angles exactly what John is getting at. And what he's getting at is the entire Christian life. Peace with God confession of sin, forgiveness of sin, fellowship and friendship with God, love knowing that God loves you and has forgiven you so that you can love him so that he can you can love others because you have been loved by God and it just goes on. So wonderful verses here. first John is a wonderful letter from beginning to end. it's all good stuff and uh, you know not hard to understand as long as you stick with some of the principles we've been talking about here. Okay. Can we see Christ in these verses? I know you guys know we can because he's found right in there. Verse seven, the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin. Jesus always walked in the light with God. Um, he gave his life so that people could walk in the light and be with God. Um, Jesus did not pretend that the world didn't have sin. Uh, for, uh, John three, we all know about John three sixteen and 17. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Uh, that whoever would believe in him uh, should not perish, shouldn't have to die in their sins, but may have eternal life. Uh, 3.17, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might have life in that more abundantly. And so we see that echoed in here. It's like the life, you know, the, the the mission of Jesus and it's fulfilled here for, you know that Jesus cleanses us from all sin and welcomes us into the light of walking with God knowing Christ asking Jesus to come, to be our Lord and Savior is the only way to know God in the first place he is our way to step into the light of God okay all right well I could go on Uh, So good to be here with you. Uh, So enjoyed doing this um, episode, and I hope these are helping you. Hey, if you haven't in a little while, will you pray for the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast? You can always use your prayers that God would help us, that we could reach those we need to reach, and um, just keep it real. So thanks a lot. See you next time.